Have you ever wondered if your loved one needs assisted living? How do you figure out if it's time? Or have you ever been embarrassed by the care needs that they have? I'm your host, Valerie Borgman. And today, this is exactly what we're talking about. How do you go about deciding if it's time for assisted living? We're very excited to welcome back Max Oppenheimer from the Brentmore Retirement Community in U City, Missouri, to talk about this very subject. I had somebody come in here and they said, yep, we want a studio and independent living. Maybe three hours later, my phone rang and it was them. And they said, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. We were not fully honest about all the help mom needed. She needs memory care. She just tried to escape our house. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. What are some of the triggers? What are some of those things that you start to go, oh, we need to have that conversation about assisted living? Number one is med management. Absolutely number one. I always say don't mess around with medicine. Please don't. Like there are there are definitely options for med, like for home care companies to come in with med reminders or med, med uh, setup, anything like that. There are definitely options to do that in your independent living apartment. But if you're having trouble with your medicine, uh, I, that is definitely a red flag to look out for assisted living. Uh, just, just because, not necessarily to make a, a move right away, but that's definitely when you want to get your mind churning about the concept of a move uh, is, okay, well, because if, if med management is first, what's going to be next? <laughs> like what's going to happen? Obviously, if you just feel like you, I, I say this to families because it's not our choice, it's theirs. Uh, I say, if you feel or if you're comfortable, more comfortable with your loved one having someone down the hall from them to help them at the push of a button, that is when it's time. If you are more comfortable with that, if they are more comfortable with that, if that is the safer option, because again, our goal and every other community's goal is and or should be to provide the optimal quality of life experience. Because if and the Brentmore independent and assisted living are all under one roof and you don't really have to go very far from one to the other. That's nice. So if, yeah, it is really nice. And if you have to move to um, independent from independent living to assisted living, I always tell people at your apartment and your level of care and the price are the only three things that are going to change your friends, your food, the activities, every, you know, all the programs and the, your participation, your daily routine. None of that has to change in this building. Uh, it's simply just, you recognize that you need a higher level of care or you might need one in the near future. And it, and, and it might be the safest option for you and your family to, to go down to our assisted living floor. And there's no shame in that here either. There's zero shame. I totally agree. And I want to go back to a couple of things that you talked about. The first one was that you, in your building, you have separate areas, separate apartments for assisted living and independent living. 
not every building is like that. So some buildings carry a license for um, both assisted living and independent living in the same apartment. And so they might not even have to move. Right. But I also really liked what you said that, you know, these other things don't have to change, even though you need assisted living. Like you can still go to activities and you can still, you know, you're still going to have your friends and all of those things. So I really like that. Um, but I think it is hard for families to kind of recognize when assisted living is needed and, you know, what to do. How do you go about determining with a family that tours, you know, when they need assisted living? It's so funny, uh, Valerie, because, you know, I, I've been in long-term care, you know, since I was 17 years old and you know, I'm 33 now. And well, uh, a, a gentleman once taught me because I used to work in skilled nursing, uh, and one gentleman taught me uh, the most, probably the most helpful advice I've ever heard. It's when you begin speaking with somebody and trying to get their care needs, all you have to do is ask, "How can I help you?" That's it. If somebody's sitting down in front of me, how can I help you? And they just go, and then by the time they're done, you really you don't have to ask anything else to really have a gauge of what kind of help they need. And that, and just that discovery process alone is super helpful. And uh, families are always, I mean, thankfully, I have a very good experience with families coming in here and, and not keeping secrets or anything like that. I do have families that want their loved ones to qualify for independent living. But, uh, I think... <laughs> That's a whole nother uh, podcast there about that. That's a whole other podcast, but I, I remain true to the fact that the choice is yours and, and it's, and cause that's what it's about. It's, it's your right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think a lot of times families th that I run into, they feel bad. Oh no. I mean, I had somebody come in here. I had somebody come in. This was, this was a riot. I had somebody come in, not a riot for the family. I felt very, I felt bad for the family. But the family came in with their mom and they would not let their mom talk. And because like when I'm on a tour, if I'm with the, like a daughter, a son and a loved one, I'll call it the mom for all intents and purposes. You know, I will always direct questions at the uh, prospective resident just because I want to talk to them. I'm not spending my time with the family. I'm spending my time with you, you know, and, and you know, I love the families. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I have a great relationship with all the family members here. But, you know, at the end of the day. Your mom's the one that's living here, not you. Yes, yes. <laughs> so so I, I always make a conscious effort to do that. And they would not let her get a word in. Anyway, I thought that was kind of weird. And they said, yep, we want a studio and independent living. I said, sure. You know, we had a conversation or I, everybody but the mom. We walked upstairs and then the mom and I, you know, she got a few words out and she was, she was very, very kind. And anyway, after the tour was over, they said, okay, we're going to take it. I said, great. Fantastic. You know, I'm like, you're, I, I like to let families go take the lease home with them to review. It. It's a big decision. Take the lease home, review it with you, make sure you're comfortable. If there's any questions before jumping on the bandwagon, uh, you know, I, I'd much rather answer your questions now than you feel like you've dug yourself into a pit, which, you know, you're not usually, but just it, I want you to have complete peace of mind. Anyway, they took it home with them. Maybe three hours later, my phone rang and it was them. And they said, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. We were not fully honest about all the help mom needed. She needs memory care. She just tried to escape our house. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's big. And that's kind of what we were talking about before. For some reason, 
I, I think they feel badly about the fact that these things are happening. I've had families say to me that no one will ever be able to take care of my dad because of, you know, these things, these behaviors or these care needs. So what did you end up doing? Yeah. So I, I gave them a few names and, and we took it from there, but, uh, it was, it was very sad. It was very, very sad. Uh, but uh, that just shows you, it's like, you gotta be transparent with these people. You've got to, I, I don't, I personally do not mess around. Yeah. I mean, you can't, there's, it's someone's health. Yeah. Well, so what would you say would be your number one doable tip? It's don't be ashamed to not be prepared because nobody's prepared for this. Don't be ashamed. Uh, but do your, you know, physically go take a look, call before, see if anybody can help you answer some easy questions to people like me that could be realms away from you. Your, your homework isn't even like, you know, going online and Googling things. That's, that's nice and everything. Go to a community, take a look around, look, listen, questions will come naturally to you. No, there is no shame in coming into a community without having looked into anything. It's okay. Uh, and if it's a huge swing and a miss, then you have, then you have, uh, you have learned something. This episode is brought to you by the Brentmore Retirement Community with both independent and assisted living, conveniently located at the corner of Del Mar and 170 in University City, Missouri. Keep active, stay involved, age gracefully. All at the Brentmore Retirement Community. Find their contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable.